Uh, some birthdays today, one that will be particularly interesting to our next guest, who's usually here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but he was bumped yesterday by John Katsimatidis celebrating Lincoln's birthday. And I had to get my uh, fill of Curtis, and he was out with me last night. I'll tell you all about it. So he's in here uh, this morning. But here's a birthday you may be interested in, Curtis. The guy that's responsible for those six bullet wounds in your stomach, according to Frank Morano, and he would know this, he was at the wedding. John A. Gotti, John Gotti Jr., celebrating a birthday. Do you want to wish John a happy birthday? F you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys made out at some animal thing or something with Mark Levin years ago. No, and- no, 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 no. Make it out. Don't, don't try to. <laughs> don't try to make nice here, Sid. I know you run with these uh, gavons, these jadrules, <laughs> these knuckle draggers. Yeah. You know because it's method acting. What I saw last night, I'm telling you, Andrew. If I uh, were um, John and Margot Katsimatidis, yeah. uh. I don't know. I don't know how long you're going to be for this <laughs> world funny. of radio. I'm telling you. you. Well, there's a reason why he sits in the corner with the wall behind him right there. It's obvious, <laughs> right? He doesn't want anybody sneaking up behind him. I what? feel a little nervous as an Italian with my back over here to the but, door. But let me clear up one up. thing first. Yeah. You know. Before you do, can I read your text from last night? Of course. Because Curtis Sleeve, if you don't know, very rarely, yeah. very rarely will compliment anybody. Very rarely. It's yeah. Very rare. For anything at any time. So I got this text last night. He was at the screening with us. 10.04 p.m. I was in the, at the after party, and it reads, Gemini Lounge, that was the real deal. You and Bo were spot on. Danny A. captured Roy DeMeo. The young lady who bartended with you, that was Lucy Hale. Dracula was exactly the way their honey pots were. So a very, very complimentary text from Curtis Lewa. Well, because I grew up with these guys. Uh, that's Canarsie. That's my backyard. And the interesting things is both sides hated me, both the Lucases and the Gambinos, because <laughs> they, it, they'd be like trading cards. They would trade members back and forth. They all grew up with me, especially the key members of the Gemini Lounge, the Gemini Twins, Joey Testa, Anthony Centaur. So I knew them like the back of my hand. And when I saw the role played by Lucy Hale side by side with you as the bartender. Gina. Yeah. That was what a honeypot looked like. Not too overly um, done, uh, not too gorgeous, just really cute. Not huge amor- uh, mammary glands. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, it's right. but look like a neighborhood girl, right. you know, with chew gum. Uh, somebody named like <laughs> Angela. You know, but, but they would use these women to lure in guys into a place. They had always heard the rumors. You walk in there, you may not come out alive. And yet these guys would go for it nine times out of ten. And it wasn't the fact that they were coming for Roy DeMeo or Joey Test or Anthony Santoff. They had one thing on their mind. They were coming because of the honeypots. Yeah. They showed one scene last night where my friend George, and he ends up uh, getting caught up in the bathtub. He entered the bar with her. She lured him there like you're talking about. Boom, one quick gunshot to the head. Throw the plastic bag over the head so the blood doesn't get all over the place. Then stab the guy in the heart. That stops the bleeding, too. Very graphic, but yet very detailed on how you can kill somebody and minimize the amount of blood flow. Oh, yeah. And Roy DeMeo, uh, part of the many things he did, he uh, 
ripped off pension funds. He went to Madison High School. Did he really? Oh, yeah. He didn't quite go with Chuck Schumer. <laughs> Bernie uh, Sanders. Bernie the Altacaca Sanders. Or, or, or my first cousin, Norman Coleman. Or cousin Brucey. Cousin Brucey, yeah. too. All four went to that, Madison that, High School. That was a great high school. Guy oh, was smart. by the way, your favorite ever, Marty Glickman. That's right, Marty Glickman. Ah, How Marty can we Glickman. forget Marty Glickman? But... The guy was smart. A uh, guy raided pension funds, stole cars. He was a butcher by trade. And, in fact, if you join the Gemini Lounge crew, he would give you your own personal cutlery. You know, like you say, oh, wow, you know, these are the kind of gifts, <laughs> you know, that, that, that you would see at night, you know, on the Home Shopping Network when right. Joan Rivers would say, oh, you want to have this cutlery. Like, like the Ginzu knives. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ginzu knives. Except I had to tell uh, Heshi there that there was no kosher meeting uh, this movie whatsoever. <laughs> oh, that was nice you mentioned him, uh, Heshi Organbaum, our friend from... The old hospital there that we don't mention anymore because they turn out to be real louses. But he's still a wonderful man, yes. a great guy. And he was the guy that actually introduced me many years ago with Bo Deedle, Hessian Bo, to Danny A. At another screening, some really cute little love story Danny A. did, Curtis, many, many years ago, two years ago. That's where I met Danny A. That's where he said to me, hey, you got the look. You're going to be on the next mob movie. And sure enough, it came to fruition last night. Let me night. tell you one thing. This was not a love story. <laughs> no. no way. This was the real deal. I would say, if, because every movie is never a new movie. It's a mixture of many movies. Right. So out of the many movies that I've seen in my life, I would say it's a mixture of good a little fellas. bit of Goodfellas. Yeah, because you That's have the narration like the... Ray Liotta did and Emil Hirsch. His character was almost right. similar but to Emil Hirsch Ray. is no Ray Liotta. Let me establish that Ray right Ray Liotta is dead. I understand that. <laughs> but yeah, Goodfellas, one of the best of all time. Tried yeah. a little bit too hard as the lead character, but it was okay. Okay. And then a little bit of the Iceman, Richard Kuklinski. Yeah. yeah. Ray Liotta was also in that yes. movie. So, mm -hmm. was, so was Danny A. Yes. So the point is, there, there was a merging. I could tell there was a merging of the two. First of all, Danny A., you, I'm looking at him on the screen. I said, it, that's Roy DeMeo. <laughs> you look yeah. like him, right? Now, when you see him in person, because he's all shrunk down, mm -hmm. for the role, he's all buffed up. Right. He looks spot on like really? Roy DeMeo, acted like Roy DeMeo. I thought it was the ghost of Roy DeMeo <laughs> up on the screen. Really great job. He, he reminds me, too, a little bit of a, of a young Al Pacino, his face. Yes. Uh, Danny A, right? Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Yeah. But I will tell you. It's too bad the Oscars this year are on March 12th at the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences, Dolby Theater in Los Angeles. Jimmy Kimmel is uh, the host. Uh, that's a waste. Yeah. But I could easily have seen the nominations, actor in a supporting role, <laughs> a battle between Bo Deedle, magnificent job, this time not as a DT, detective, that undercover cop. a lot for you to compliment Bo Deedle. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, wow. But he looked like all the white shirts, the right. brass in the police department that busted my stones and had me locked up. Yeah. I mean, he hit it spot on. But competing with him for actor in a supporting role, clearly, right here, the man, Sid Rose. Get out of here. <laughs> You're just trying to get more airtime. No. You don't mean that. No, no, no. You don't no. mean that. You're trying to get on five Excuse days a me. week. You're trying Let to me tell you something. No way. Let me tell you something. This man, through method acting, totally got into the part of Dracula. And understand this, whereas at times um, Sid Rosenberg is tan, a little reddish, man, Dracula was all gray. I mean, he really looked like he was coming out of, like, zombie land. And the way he handled the bar, the, his look, his posture, his whole way of being, man, he nailed the vampire. And oh I didn't want to throw him before because... 
I knew all about Dracula. I knew all about the DeMeo crew. I didn't want to tell you that he was actually a drag queen. Yeah. That he went out one time to rob a bank in the middle of the day. He left the bar. He had a room in the back of the bar. He goes, I'll be back. And all of a sudden, he's got six-inch sack heels, nylons. He's wearing a wig, rouge, mascara. I say, hey, where are you going, Jack? He said, don't worry about it. Yeah. So he goes out. He robs a bank. But he doesn't have a car. He just walks into the bank with a gun. So he steals the car on the way out. It flips over. He's running down the street, right, dragging. He's pulling off all of his female clothing. The cops nab him. They put him in a lineup because the bank manager comes in. And the bank manager points at him. How the hell you pointing me? I came in dressed as a woman. They said, schmuck, you still got your mascara on and your lipstick. <laughs> but oh, the, yeah, this guy uh, was a stone-cold uh, drag queen and porno freak. I'm sure that uh, that's true. He was a porno freak. In fact, they pointed out during the movie last night, lots of those Demeo guys love porn. I'm sure that bank manager ended up dead. But the best part about that story that Curtis just told was he tells me this after the movie. Once again, very complimentary, great job. And he says it to me right in front of... My beautiful wife, Danielle, and my son, Gabriel. And what did Danielle say to you after you hear that? Well, that Danielle said, she said, here. and I quote, often art imitates no, life. No, <laughs> Hold on. To be, was that a drag queen thing? Is to, that what that was about? To be totally perfect, you need to interrogate your wife, Danielle. Yeah. A lawyer who knows how to take the fifth, right, and hide <laughs> behind it. So she walks over to me. They're, they're, they're getting their son home. She goes, you know, I was in Patty Tester's house. I said, whoa. I've been hearing a lot about Lang Insurance. They sell luxury home insurance to high net worth individuals in all 50 states. Call Kevin Lang at Lang Insurance. Call 866-964-4434. He's an expert in reviewing your current coverage to save money, leaving you with your current insurance company or moving you to a less expensive one. Clients rave about his skills. You call, they quote, you save. That's 866-964-4434 or just visit langins.com. Patty Tester's house. This is true, yes. I'm yeah. saying to myself, what the hell are you doing in yeah, Patty Curtis Tester's is like, house? Patty Tester, Joey Tester, they were great-looking guys. That's oh. not why Danielle was there, they, they were chasing skirts. <laughs> right. First of all, these guys looked like they could have been runway models. They could have been Hollywood stars. Really good-looking mm-hmm. guys. But they got into that stealing cars, not for joyrides, because I was in for some of the joyrides. And then they parked the car, and, you know, they'd find your car, and the precinct could call you, hey, uh, uh, Mr. Bacigalup, uh, we found your Cadillac <laughs> Eldorado. <laughs> but this guy, Roy DeMeo, comes up to them, right? Roy DeMeo, he says, hey, what's wrong with you guys? You can make a lot of money. I got a list here, makes and models. When you're out there at night roaming around on your joyrides, you bring this over to Avenue D. These chop shops, man, you're going to get a lot of Seattle. <laughs> so they started doing this. And now they're wearing fancy clothes. I see they're going to clubs. They become, they're chasing skirts all over. And they're doing cocaine. So I had a standoff with Roy DeMeo. Right. He comes up to me and he says, yo, yo, you ought to mind your own business. I say, and who's going to make me mind my own business? Wait, did this really happen? You and Roy DeMeo yes. face-to-face. Give me the ear. Uh, this, I would say... Uh, this is before I get kicked out of high school, uh, 1972. And, so, but in that in that genre, in, in that time, and this took place outside the Gemini Lounge. No, or just on a no, street no, no, no. They rolled up on me in front of my house, right in front of your house. Yeah, I was out late at night, man. I'm pounding cans. I'm doing recycling. See, I knew Anthony Centaur because he was at the Canarsie Recycling Junkyard. <laughs> right. Yeah, and one of his uncles <laughs> like was involved in kidnapping. 
That's right, Carlo Gambino's son. Right, I remember that. And two Irish guys. Yes. John Gotti Sr. gets the contract to go after the two Irish guys. He pops them in the North Shore of Staten Island. They bury them in the back so that everybody knows right there in the bar, you don't mess with Gambino, right? I don't know how this guy got off, Centaur's relative. Wow. But he's there, Canarsie Recycling, and I'm recycling before they even have that term recycling. And that's where I saw a lot of these guys. They actually admired me because I collected tons of bottles, cans, and newspapers. They never tried to recruit you because even in the movie, I know Bobby was a cop. They didn't know that. But they kind of, once he met Chris Rosenberg, you have to admit Jay Cannavale did a great job at that role. That's Bobby Cannavale's son. He was great. Uh, They kind of recruited him. They never tried to recruit you into the family. No, no, because, first of all, I was too psychotic for them. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that. I mean, he's always called, right? Sid's always calling me Psycho Boy. Absolutely correct. You didn't want to mess with me. (laughs) So I'm dealing with my recycling. Roy DeMeo rolls up. So then Elder, hey, why don't you mind your own business? Uh Because he's trying to infect the minds of Joey Testa, Patty Testa, Anthony Senta. I said, now who's going to make me mind my own business? Whoa, 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 did really? You, did you know who he was when you said that? Oh, God, everybody knew who he was. So why would you do that? Are you stupid? Are you crazy? Well, what what are am you? I supposed to do? No, yes, you got to understand I would this, start sit. to cry. Sit. <laughs> sit. You were a little booker boy, a little Jewish booker boy, ready to go to Baruch <laughs> to become their account- accountant with the number two pencil, yeah. you know, to have two sets of books. They always love the Jewish guys to keep the books, right? Not to ten bar, not to be dragged. <laughs> but to be the accountant, you were destined to be their accountant, right? True. But if you took any guff, that was it. It was over for you. You were dead, yeah. You would yeah. be known as the wuss. Yeah. yeah. So they knew, first of all, they knew I was a mutt. They said, hey, he's part Italian, but what is he, Polish? What is that, Polish? <laughs> said, you morons, you got bones, it's Polish. <laughs> so what's that? I mean, we're talking real special ed guys here. <laughs> now, I liked the character that they had, Greg Finley, for Joey Tesla. Wasn't he great? I mean, he nailed it. He nailed it, right? I did not like the character they had for Anthony Centaur. You didn't like that? Who I knew the best. He was the most psycho. And he's the one. Uh, Jeremy that's Luke. A, he's a, oh, Jeremy Luke. He's yeah. actually getting out of jail this year. In real life. Yes, he is. Anthony. So, so uh, if he doesn't like reading the, him? Uh, no, if, if he doesn't like the movie, no, I told no. Danny. <laughs> Jeremy Luke, if I were you, I'd be going into the witness protection program now. Because if I'm Anthony Centaur, I'd say, what is this? Danny A. Nails. My partner, you know, the Gemini twin, Joey Testa, with this guy, Greg Finley. Notice, it's never a real Italian. Some guy named Greg Finley. And then Jeremy Luke, right? And I'm looking at this guy, and I'm saying, that's not Anthony Centaur. The guy had Brillo head, you know, just like uh, Frank Morano, right? He's smoking big cigars. He's got glasses. I said, that's not Anthony Centaur. Now, he always smiled. And when I was teaching him stickball, right, sometimes he, he'd be a wise and I mean, hey, get that smile off your face, Andy, before I wipe it off your face. You said this. <laughs> me. I, got, yeah. I was on so, them for so two years. And you mentioned stickball because you told me this a couple of weeks ago, yes. that you actually really did teach the, this DeMeo crew, these Gemini Lounge folks, how to play stickball. Everybody played stickball. You had to play I did stickball. At PS 197, Kings Highway, and around Ocean Avenue. Remember. You saw me there I did. as much as you disparage me now and yeah. you side with Sid Rosenberg and Eric <laughs> Adams in. as an Eric Adams Eric Republican. Oh, my God. Eric Adams. You yep. saw me so playing I, stickball because your father made me commissioner of, so of stickball for New York City. I got to ask. 
are you going out with Rob Astorino tonight on Valentine's Day? I'm telling you, I made a big, big mistake. (laughs) I should have endorsed him in the Republican primary to become governor of New York because, boy, you stabbed (laughs) me in the back, Andrew. What start? Was it the square envy? Do you have square envy? No, no, no. Is that what it is? I remember 1989 in in your dad's first attempt to be mayor. He lost against Stinkins. I remember this young Huckleberry running all over the place. (laughs) Sometimes they told me, watch the kid, watch the kid. Then in 92, I come back again, side by side with your daddy. And what? All of a sudden, you're siding with Sid. You're getting brainwashed. You're moving over to the dark <laughs> side here. Over here. You're, you're sounding like an Eric Adams oh, Republican. Get out of here, an Eric Adams And let's Republican. be honest. Let's I be called him impotent. You blame John Katzmatidis for not being in that. here, right? Yeah, the, yesterday, the yes. reason you didn't have me in here yesterday, front page of the Post, going back in crime, record felonies return city to bad old days, <laughs> lead editorial, Eric Adams, do your freaking job, crime is going up. You didn't want me talking about that. Let's be honest. Said. I really didn't. You're right. <laughs> and nothing to do with John Katzman. Lincoln, I could have told you about Lincoln. I went into neighborhoods during the campaign you know, as a you, Republican. You know, Lincoln, so wait, wait, where so the so only Republican they ever saw was Abraham Lincoln on right. a $5 you, bill. Yeah. So did you teach Abraham Lincoln how to play stickball also? Is that your uh, claim to fame? Man, you are a real wise and <laughs> right? similar hat choice. By the way, okay. I want you to now go out there as you, sub- as you compete. With uh, Bo Dito. Outstanding job by Bo for the, the Consummate Supporting Actor Award. First it was Joe Pesci, always the best supporting actor. And now it's a coin toss between our own Sid Rosenberg and Bo Dito. I'm telling you, both of them were great. You can't... Why this film is going in the theaters in June, I don't know. If it would have been in the theaters now, you would see both of these guys <laughs> in the audience at the Academy Awards right there at the Dolby Theater in L.A. in March. I never thought I'd hear Curtis Lee kiss Sid Rosenberg. Uh, has to get I more of time great, over here. Uh, I'm you, telling man. you, if I'm John and Margo... This guy may be uh, not long for radio. <laughs> I, I, they're going to be lining up here with all kinds of supporting actor roles. Thank you. He's a great supporting actor. There was Joe Pesci first, <laughs> Bo Deedle, and now Sid Rosenberg. <laughs> Do me a favor. When you see Rob Astorino oh, tonight, give him my best. Okay? Oh, there you yeah, yeah, folks. Excellent job. That's why he's on Noon to One every day. By the way, getting huge ratings the weekend as well. My man, courtesy. Well, thank you, sir. I'm going to catch you. you. I'm telling you, I'm way behind in the ratings to you, but I'm going to catch you if it's the last thing. Right. I do. We'll Dracula, we'll drag see. queen. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot about Lang Insurance. They sell luxury home insurance to high net worth individuals in all 50 states. Call Kevin Lang at Lang Insurance. Call 866-964-4434. He's an expert in reviewing your current coverage to save you money, leaving you with your current insurance company or moving you to a less expensive one. Kevin speaks with every new client. Your call, they quote, you save. That's 866-964-4434 or visit Lang. I- INS.com.